We're gonna talk about comics from Devil's Due It's something you wondered if Talking Joe would ever do Our guests will explain it all to you Gonna take some time to read the books we've never read Oh, oh Hey, 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 it's me, Mark, and welcome to Talking Joe. Today we are going to be talking with artist Chris Lai. What a treat. Based in Indonesia, Chris is a concept artist and founder of Caravan Studio. Designing movie visuals for projects such as Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and working with the likes of Netflix, Prime, Disney+, Warner Brothers, Skydance, but more importantly, before he got into all of that, he was an intern at Devil's Jew and an artist on Arashikage Showdown, Sigma 6 Comics, and more. So he's going to join us today to talk all about it. And here he is. Hi, Chris. Hi. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks so much for, for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. So where are you for a change i'm not talking to an american over there in that direction america <laughs> where are you today <laughs> i am good i i'm in in jakarta indonesia right now so it's like the hours is quite <laughs> <laughs> you're going the extra mile because it's as we record it's midnight in jakarta uh while i'm i'm living the life of luxury here with a, a very leisurely 6 p.m so uh thank you for joining us at this late hour for you no no problem excellent and tell us about um tell, tell us about what's behind you maybe that uh have you have you specially reorganized your your room so that you, you're showing off some of the gi joe stuff behind you or does it normally look like that yeah yeah i i when i when you contacted me so i tried to dig uh some of the stuff that i i did uh for gi joe so I actually I had I have a lot of uh, Sigma Six toys basically uh -huh. in the in the office. I brought home some, and then I also work on the illustrations for the uh, GI Joe twenty fifth anniversary. Oh, wow! Packaging. I didn't realize that. It, actually, that was uh, it looks like the old artworks, but it's it's new actually. So at the time I had an uh, assignment from Hasbro to actually redraw uh -huh. them and. Uh, a, a painter, a, a digital painter, actually color it to looks like an old uh, gouache artwork for, for the packaging, and that's for the twenty fifth anniversary. That's amazing. So basically, I took a little bit, yeah. So you've got you've got I guess Zartan behind you. I think that's a brand new illustration that that didn't exist before. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yes, yes. And and there were and, and some like of the this, others were like recreations. Like the, the snake guy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and this, this is. Oh wow. Tom Shadow. Okay, so those those were like uh, that, that that was you that was your pencils trying to to follow the originals, and then it was digi digitally coloured to try and look as much like the the original packages as possible. Yes. 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 Very cool. How how many of those do you think you did? I think probably. Um... 40 or 50 something oh, i mean that's like, a lot I, I mean the first several budgets yeah uh, i i did uh, most of them i think almost all of them yeah that's yeah. incredible <laughs> and we were talking <laughs> just before we started um recording that 
you you hold on to a lot of your art. So is is do those, are those still exist? Are they were they done as original pencils before being scanned off to be coloured? Uh yes. So I still have all the origi- original pages for the Arachikage Showdown, Jiaju uh, Sigma Six, and all the illustrations for the packaging for the Sigma Six. And also the cover for the GI Joe twenty fifth anniversary as well, but that one is a huge. So uh, I think this one, yeah, this one. Yeah, let's get into that. Let's get into that in a, in a minute. But um, be, before we before we get too far ahead of ourselves, let's talk about little Chris when you were growing up in Indonesia. So so what was what was that? that like and what was the route to to get into comics and and actually before we get too too far ahead in your career trajectory did did gi joe make its way over to to your country in uh as toys and comics and and cartoons did did you get to see any gi joe when you were little mm, uh, when, when i was little there was only one uh, national tv channel in indonesia only one so is the got from the government so there's only one card like tv series every five o'clock <laughs> so let's say monday is let's say he-man then uh, uh tuesday is scooby-doo something like that and it's uh, repeating like mm-hmm. uh but at that time i as far as i remember i actually i tig was never aired in in my country at that time when i was little so actually, I knew G.I. Joe later on uh, from the toys, actually, when I was mm-hmm. in college. So it's like uh, when I was started to uh, be exposed to American comic. So American comic w- wasn't really easy to get in Indonesia as well at that time. Look, the local public publishers are translated and localized. Uh, let's say Conan and some of the Superman uh, comics, but is and Spider Man on on the newspaper. That's that's all I think. That's all the American comics that we could get at the time. So so when I went to college, then my friend introduced me to this. A this is the comic store. So what is comic store? So we enter it and it's an American comic store. Uh, in basically the imported uh American comics uh. Uh, in, in Indonesia, so so this is when you've had a chance to to move to a bigger city. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I, I moved to a bigger city to the near the capital. So so there was that comic in American comic store there. So at that time, I think that probably there's only two in Indonesia, the whole country. <laughs> right. And yeah. and what was the local comic scene? Was was did you was there much in the way of local comics and and community and. and things being created in, in Indonesian by Indonesian artists and creators? I mean, do you mean right now or back then? No, no, back then, yeah. Uh, when I grew up around uh, 80 or 90s, uh, at that time, the local comic scene was kind of like in declining stage. It reached the the, the golden age around the 70s, uh, but then it's kind of declining. Uh, so at that time, I'm more exposed on European comics actually, like Tintin, Trigun, Storm, uh, from from Belgium, uh, French, something like that, because they they translated more from European at that time. 
Mm. Uh, and then after that, from Japan and from US. So it's, it's kind of uh, like that. Yeah. And and did you did you always draw? Was there a point uh, in your in your brain that you made uh, the connection that that comics were made by people and and maybe that's uh, something that that you might be able to do yourself? Uh, when my my uncles uh, give me Tintin Tintin comics, I, I I love it so much. Uh, so I I started to make my own comics when I was like uh, I think. 14 years old, I started to make my own comic books, uh-huh. but it's based on the TV series uh, that I, I watch uh, on TV, basically. So it was, I think, the series was Centurion. Centurion from, from US. <laughs> it's the, the one that is man and there's a kind of uh, a vehicle, a robot. It can be a, a motorcycle, a car, something like that, a, a helicopter, something like that. So I love that show so, a lot. So I try to make the comic adaptation of that show and I I put make it into a book uh, and then I let my friend to read it basically around I mean like like one person read it next to the uh, the next person and then I make the next series something like that that's where how I started to make comic excellent <laughs> and uh, and so so how did you how do you then pro- progress with like your art career and your your studies you went on to uh, i might be skipping a stage but you went on to study architecture is that that right uh yes so of course uh art at that time art and comic books wasn't a a good career choices i mean especially among parents mm-hmm. so yeah. when I, <laughs> when i graduated from my high school uh i wanted to move to bigger cities basically to study in uh, bigger city so i tried to apply for a fine art uh school but at that time my parents said please don't uh try something else so because i love to draw so i Mm -hmm. applied for architecture i applied for uh to three schools all of them i choose architecture so in in the end i got accepted in both uh, the three schools I entered one of the government, uh, government university, basically, uh, because at that time it's like the most kind of the most prestigious university in Indonesia and also the most difficult to enter and also the cheapest <laughs> in the most tuition. So it's, it's a good choice. So I went there. I studied architecture for four years. Uh, when I studied architecture, I met some friends who actually influenced me more to to comic so basically at that time that i was kind of like forgot about comic <laughs> yeah but then my friends like come on let's can you draw comics and let's make comics and so that's uh-huh. how i st- started to draw comics during my college and then when i graduated i worked as an architect in indonesia for two years but during the night time i make my own comic books with my friends and then we self-publish it so like uh-huh. basically like printing printing or maybe like basically photocopy comic cop, photocopy comic like 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 a zine something like that indie mm-hmm. comics kind of stuff yeah. how many sorts how many copies do you think you made at first we tried to make like about 150 100 copies uh-huh. and then at, at one time we 
we were very confident. So we we went to a, a printing and then we asked for help and then we print 1000. Right. <laughs> and and how would you do? We, yeah, we we uh we consigned it to bookstores in the city. So mm -hmm. it sold quite well like around 500 copies. So at the time we were happy but although we didn't yeah. make any money. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> exactly. Not quite not quite ready to give up the day job. So so what was it um what was it that gave you the push to to um to move on from architecture to something else? So I mean, uh, I I love architecture, but I love comic more. So, like right after about two years of working as an architect, because I basically I work kind of like two shifts uh, during the day and at night, so my body couldn't take it. Uh, I I got sick quite bad because I was so tired. So uh, at that time I decided to choose. So I choose to quit my architect job and uh, concentrate on doing comics with my friends basically yeah okay and, and so so how did how did you progress from from sort of doing comics with your your friends to to making it over to the to the states what what happened there oh, okay one of my senior uh she was an architect uh my, my senior in in college uh she interned at an American uh, architectural firm called IMP is a very famous uh, architectural firm. Uh, then for, for some reason, she knew about Savannah College of Art and Design, the school. And then for, I don't know how she could get a, a CD of the, of the school, basically like, a, you know, this uh, about the department basically everything the information about the school so when she like came a, like a like a prospectus just information. yeah yeah prospectus yes mm -hmm. so when she when she came back from uh, uh new york she gave it to me then she said chris this uh, i think you're gonna like this school then i look at it i open it the cd and i i, I love it but uh, of course, I, I didn't have uh, money to, to actually go there, but it gave me motivation to to try. So starting from that time, every year I send a postcard to the school to ask for the new prospectus. So every year I send a new one and I get a new one. Although it's, at that time it's like maybe two or three months and I receive it in, via mail. Uh, but I, I always... Uh, have a new catalog, have a new CD. Just give me a, a motivation to 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 keep keep my dream alive, basically. So, in the meantime, I I keep doing comic with my friends, but at that time we we started to hire some people to help, but in the end we couldn't even like pay ourselves salary. So because the the money wasn't really uh, that big, like quite small. So uh, we decided because my friends also started to need something like kind of bigger income kind of. So we decided to kind of split and then I basically I did many type of jobs uh, that is related to drawings. Like I work in an advertising agency. I work as, a, as an storyboard artist. I work as an exhibition designer. Basically the, with the goal to 
save enough money to one day be able to go to to school but uh of course it's not enough so i basically i work for six years wow <laughs> so in, in the kind of like around the fifth year my my best friend told me uh, actually asked me uh do you do you want to go to school again i said i want to but i want to go to us to this school uh then he said why don't you apply for a scholarship so i said uh I, I maybe i cannot get it so i mean it's going to be too difficult a lot of competitions so but then he said just try it so i tried that uh fulbright scholarship from the us government then yeah i, I was so lucky i i, I got it Wow, I got I got the scholarship, <laughs> so I I could go to that school that I dream of, and basically, uh, because in art school, is quite expensive. So I, I I also get additional scholarship from the school itself. Mm -hmm. So basically, around two years, I it could cover the tuition and plus around one year of uh living in US. So yeah, I, I decided to. Of course, I I I I I thought that uh, let's just go and see what happened. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Wow, I can only imagine the uh, the smile, the grin on your face when you found out that you got this scholarship. <laughs> after all of this well, time yeah, of dreaming, I mean, <laughs> it's uh, I couldn't believe it. I mean, it's yeah, it's I don't know. I mean, I I didn't want to like really had a high hope because. The applicants was at that time about one thousand six hundred people, wow. for any school, not just for that art school, but uh, for for the scholarship basically that year, and they choose twenty five to 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 go. So I was number twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> they told you your number as well. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's based on priority. So the the first twenty will go first. If one of uh, among those twenty, any of them have failed to get a school accepted by a school in US, then the chance will go to the next person. So I, at that time, I still not not hoping that my my friends will fail to get a school, but I mean, hopefully, uh, some of them can get a, a additional scholarship from the university, so the budget can go down. Uh, so basically, the, they have a certain budget. Uh, it, it definitely can cover twenty people. Twenty people, but if uh, we can get additional scholarship, then the budget can go to the next person, something like that. So yeah, I was I was lucky. I was lucky. Yeah. Okay. So so how was it going over to uh, to the to Georgia uh, to to, um, to SCAD? <laughs> uh, I, I was so so excited, but uh, I also. Uh, a, a, a lot of uh, it's, it's a very new experience. Uh, I was actually surprised that when I landed, then it doesn't look like a city. <laughs> it's, it's very empty. I mean, my imagination about US is like big buildings and stuff, but wow, it's like uh, so different. So, but the the city is a very cool city. I mean, it's very nice, good looking city. It's a campus city, so. A lot of students, everything. The professors, everybody is so so great there. Yeah. And how many like how many people were doing the same sort of courses as you? How many contemporaries did you have? Um, I think, uh, I think they accept 
uh, new students not only in the fall but let's say during the winter they can also accept new students so uh, at the time I, it was fall 2023 so i think at that time around eight uh, wow eight, and just I, eight yeah i, I took a master degree so so for the scholarship i cannot redo the bachelor degree so i have to take the the, the master degree for two okay, years excellent. yeah and and there's there's been quite a few sort of people that that we know from comics who sort of gone to to SCAD and and gone on to a career in in comics and specifically around GI Joe and in that time I think uh, Robert Atkins and also Mike O'Sullivan were there yes were they there at the yes. same time as you yeah uh, actually Robert Robert Atkins was my uh, like the teacher teaching assistant professor assistant uh-huh. uh, in my first class. <laughs> yeah nice. he's like he's like my mentor okay. and then mike sullivan he was graduated before i uh entered but then we we met in uh endeavors too yeah oh right you When met afterwards in... okay yeah, yeah yeah then he was my editor for for a while because of the after that i did dungeons and dragons and other books with him yeah wow and yeah. um was there any other people um in the set at the same time that you were there who we might know, remember recognize their names oh uh, i think the one that do also gi joe is mike bear uh-huh uh mike bear and uh hmm uh the one that is i don't know if uh she, she does uh gi joe on or related gi joe stuff uh but she's quite make it like quite big uh rebecca isaac uh she's doing a lot of white storm uh buffy the vampire slayers and then i think before i didn't i didn't have a chance to meet him but he was graduated before i entered was uh sean gordon murphy oh right yeah 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 big name yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, cool. i i didn't have a chance to 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 meet him and also there's uh some other like a uh, brad walker that uh, i i got to meet because of uh my professor introduced me to to them but they what we didn't meet in the during the the study but they were graduated before me yeah okay yeah. so so you've you've done your masters at at uh at savannah what next what next for you do what's uh how do you figure out what to do next <laughs> oh so basically at that time my my life goals was to make a comic that can be published in 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 the US basically that's uh that's actually my life goals so when i started to study in in scat uh of course i i didn't know i mean uh some of my my classmates actually study bachelor degree in scat as well so they know about the comic basically better than me so so i i try to adapt and so try to learn as much as possible while also try my best to get my stuff published as fast as possible as well kind of uh, so after a year uh, of studying then there's an internship program from scat we have two choices uh we can go to job internship or teaching internship so i i tried my best to get a job internship Uh, some of my friends with the connection from the professors and uh, they can 
internet DC or Marvel, uh, because they are American, so they, I think they are capable to do that because they can help in the editorials. But with me, I I, I couldn't do that because of my limitation in in English. So I try to get a internship that is more towards the drawing. So it's not more on on the editorial side. So I look around, then I I I try to to internet devils too. So I spent about six months or eight months to apply to devils too. Basically, yeah, by email, by sending portfolios and everything, but no answer. Oh. Of course, maybe maybe thousands of people do the same thing. So, uh, and then I approach them at conventions. Like I approach Mark Powers in the conventions. I give him uh, my portfolio. I said I want to do internship, but also at that time also, maybe many people doing that, the same thing, and then it's just coincidence that I have a a friend that was also graduated from SCAD uh, a year before me from Indonesia, not just from Indonesia, but from the same small city when I was born. So that guy. Actually, was my one year above me in my high school. I I never met him. I I didn't know him. <laughs> so, but my my other Indonesian friend in Skat that before you, there's another guy who's from the same city. This guy, this guy, this guy. He's in Chicago. So, I I get contact with him, and then one day I was when I was about to give up uh, for this internship. One day he called me. He said, Chris. He's working. In, he's working as a 3D modeler in a game company called Giganto. Giganto are doing the Def Jam WWE games kind of stuff. Then he he told me, Chris, I'm working in a building, and then on top of my, uh on the second or third floor of my building, there's a comic company. <laughs> uh, do you want to uh do you want to maybe try to go to there to intern? I said. Where where do you work? She gave me the address. I check. It's the same building. So, I told him I've been trying to 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 apply, but I didn't make it. So he said, "Let's just go to Chicago. I'll try to get you in." What do you mean? Like, get you in in front of the door? So I went to Chicago with him. So in the morning, I went to the office, the building, because they have access, right? They cannot go in. So my friend goes inside. He opened the loading door 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 in the back. I <laughs> go in from the back with the portfolio, and then we go up to, on the like uh, the the fire stairs kind of. Then he accompanied me until the that floor, the devil's do floor, and until the front, really really the front door. Then he went down and. Start working, so I push the bell. Then Marshall Dylan came out, and how can you get in? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I said, uh, I have my friends work working in the studio downstairs. Oh, okay. What do you want? Then I told him that I want to do internship. I gave him the portfolio, and then I, they said he's gonna review it. Then I go home. So. I stayed for a bit, like two or three days, but then I didn't get any news. I start to call, I do email and stuff. 
And then a week after that, Marshall called me that, yeah, he, he, I get accepted. So, hey. <laughs> uh, so I interned during the winter 2024. Eh, no, no, 2004. During the right. winter, about two months, or I think about two months there in, in Chicago. So I stay again in my friend's house. So we go to the office together. He worked downstairs. I worked on the upstairs. Andy, <laughs> that's the story. <laughs> wow, all the way from the same, growing up in the same place on the other side of the planet, and then you know ending up work, living together, and uh, working together in the same building. That's wild. So, <laughs> what sort of things did you get up to as as an intern? What sort of things um, were you doing? I mean, at that time, of course, I wanted to to draw, but I also realized that my skill wasn't in the par of their standard uh, at that time. So especially in 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 the studio, there was uh there were Tim Seeley, which is very good and very fast, mm-hmm. and Mike Norton, who's also drawing very good. So every day I look at them drawing like, oh my god, how can I do draw like this? So uh so I mostly help on scanning. FedEx and uh, other stuff, lah. Basically, the intern stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, and from the, from time to time, actually, they, uh, like Marshall, Josh, Mark, still reviewing my portfolio or give me a chance to do some uh, cover sketches, composition, and stuff. Uh, just to basically keep me busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also realized that uh, at that time my skill wasn't that that good yet. So. Yeah, later on in the end, that's uh, I got a job before I was I finished my intern. Yeah. Oh, before you finished, so so you yeah every every so often you know like hey do you wanna do you wanna let me draw something? And <laughs> was that a Rashikage showdown that was your the job that you got given, or was this something else? Oh, okay. Actually, my my uh, not really a um uh, kind of like a big like a like the break big break. So one day, it it was Friday. So my friend was actually kind of like in the last stage of releasing the game. So he's doing overtime, very and go home very late. So I have to, I'm I'm waiting for him basically every day. So and that Friday, uh, around one o'clock, uh, Marshall came uh, to my desk and then he told me, "Hey, Hasbro want us to draw uh, to design a new toys." Uh, but it's different. It's more like a a fusion. Uh, it's not really uh, the usual American stuff. Do you want to try? Then I said <laughs> yes. Of course, I have nothing to do. Uh, yes, I try. He, he said I will collect it around three or four o'clock. Uh, the drawings. Then he said, okay, what do you want me to draw? So at that time, it was Snake Eyes, Duke, and I think Heavy Duty or something. So I just did uh some kind of like sketches, kind of like proportion, but I also try to make it uh a bit more Asian kind of like stylized because uh because of my drawing influence. Then around three or four o'clock, Marshall collect everything, and then I think he scanned it and he sent it somewhere. So I didn't know that at that time uh Mike. And Tim also did some drawings as well. Okay. Uh, and then uh, around five o'clock, 
everybody left the office except Josh, still still in his uh, office, and me like in the corner because I'm still waiting for the for my friends. So uh, around I think around six o'clock, Josh called me, please come to to the to my office. Then I went inside, and he said, Hasbro like your drawings. So starting from Monday, you you draw this and it's Sigma Six. <laughs> so that's I did. That's actually what uh, the kind of like the first official kind of like, not really a job because I'm still an intern, but uh, something a project that really really uh, actually coming out. So that's that's the the first one. So it was it was yeah. lit. Would they, did they like literally just give you a name and and say, can you redesign this character and create a new look for this character? Uh, kind of that, but they also I think I think at the time they also give us some kind of like reference. Uh, kind of like I don't really remember exactly, but I think they they also give us some reference of how they wanted to look kind of look like so. I mean, the maybe the kind of bulkiness, the like the a bit more, uh, okay, edgy type of uh proportion kind of things. Uh, so it's like reference for sort of this type of shape, the type of style yeah. that they're looking. For. More more like a toy shape at that time, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, so right. I I make it into more like a illustration kind of style. Yeah. Wow, so so they so like working late on a Friday afternoon, you you begin given a chance to sort of do some designing, and then a couple of hours later, you said, "Yep, you've got a job designing GI Joe characters." Is that is that yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a I I will never forget that that moment because like I I was so happy, I was so happy. So I think I think even. During the those weekend, I, I, I practice to draw <laughs> GI Joe more uh, because of that. Yeah. So 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 your job for a bit was was working directly for Hasbro, was it? Doing the uh, Sigma Six designs was initially. So in the end, I actually, I'm doing turnaround uh, for for the toys, and then started to do. The last, uh, I think the first five of the Sigma Six, the packaging drawing was still the photograph of the toys, uh-huh, but then, okay. yeah, the first Duke, uh, Heavy Duty, Snake Eyes, Spirit, I think, uh, I think the the first five, uh, but then after that, they wanted to have a, the similar like kind of cartoony stuff. Then I, I started to to work on that. So I actually worked for the first two. Uh yeah, not not directly to Hasbro, but through Devers too. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was just yes bringing up a um, heavy duty package uh, there on the screen. Uh, that's like how some of the figures initially <laughs> looked with. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if that, was he quite an early one. Yes, yes, that's the early one. Heavy duty. Yes, that's still uh like a kind of like photograph type of thing. Here's like the list of. Uh, all of the the Joes uh, and Cobras from from yeah. Sigma Six. Is there a particular one that might be a good example to to talk about? For Sigma Six, like you've got is it Zartan you've got behind you. Yeah, I think Zartan is quite interesting because I love the characters. And then, 
also so later on um uh, the i did mostly the packaging illustrations uh because uh-huh. usually they send us the photograph of the toys the the masters of the toys like the right yeah yeah the master uh, uh then i started to to draw based on that and then colored mm-hmm. and then they they put it on the on the packaging something like that okay so with um with this one here for example of zartan where where there's the illustration of him down in the in the bottom of the the box would that be you yes. or that would be the type of thing that you do uh that, that's what what i did that i reference the toys but also i uh-huh. reference the, the the animation so i have to reference uh-huh. uh because i don't really i cannot really follow exactly like the toys but i have to like make it because at that time the animation is also airing on tv so right. i need to make it uh people can relate mm-hmm. from the animation to the toys kind of yeah uh closer yeah mm-hmm. and all these illustrations are full body actually they they cropped oh, right it. and then they've cropped it down to to fit it onto yeah. the yeah in the yeah. in the way that they've desi- decided to design the package uh, in yes. the end so you, you're like i've done this great big picture and then you see the actual package is like okay they've only used a tiny bit of it <laughs> uh, so so later on it was it was more the the interpreting the the designs you know looking at the reference to 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 create the the packaging but just to just to sort of make sure that i'm understanding right in the in the it was in the earlier stages where you actually doing some of the character design yourself so uh and if so you know how about how many characters um from the line do you think you um you came up with uh i think probably uh the only the earliest around maybe five or six the earliest yeah. earliest and then uh some of them only part of it like the weapons sometimes so some of the props so because after that um basically some of the figures are variations right so like variation of snake eyes variations of cobra commander variation of a storm shadow so they the design actually from the from hasbro and then i maybe help a bit on the on the detailing the weapons or every or, or props and then the packaging uh-huh. yeah, that's interesting i i imagined in my mind how everything happened that that was almost the last thing <laughs> that, that happened but it's actually the first the first thing that came about um so so how yeah, did yeah. how did working then on the um how did working on some actual comics um fit into that sequence of events what at what point did um, did devils do you actually say you know give you the chance to 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 draw some some comics okay so i uh i think uh the last the last day of my internship uh mike sullivan uh talked to me that he mentioned about arashikage showdown so this this book was supposed to pub supposed to go to print around in three weeks something or two or three weeks from that time but the book was already started the pop the 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 production like a year ago kind of things i mean i love the drawings i mean i love uh tony tamai's drawing a lot i i was looking at it like what wow, is drawing so good so 
but uh probably at that time the pace was wasn't fast enough for for the publication date so mike offered me uh, actually asked me can you draw similar like this <laughs> then i said i'll try it i tried so i tried and that last day of internship i tried to draw uh as close as possible as possible um <laughs> but then uh then i i i finished the internship and then like several days after that uh mike called me okay can you finish the book in two weeks <laughs> yeah that's true so i i have, i have to finish 124 pages in two weeks there's a there's a lot of pages what i mean it's impossible at that time i mean if but but at that time i was i ha, i didn't have anything published yet so i was really really eager to do it so i and at that time the school already started so i gather some of my friends in school because everybody's like comic artists there so i try oh you good in this you good in this you good in this I said this I have this project but can you help me in these two weeks so then I also talked to my professors I told them that uh in some of the classes probably in the next two weeks I don't have any progress yet in my assignments but I promise I'm going to catch up later on because I have this book that I need to be done in two weeks uh and then because I think in 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 SCAD, the professor always helps us to get a job. Basically, try to get a job. Mm-hmm. So this is a job. So uh, they said, okay, as long as you do it uh, later on, you catch up. Then I, I, I did it. I finished it in two weeks. Everything. Wow, because there's like, yeah, in the front of the book it says Chris. Yeah, Chris Lai in where are we? in in the big letters oh, yeah. you're, you're the main credited artist and then with uh with tony tamai which is the person that, that you said first and so so they tony tamai had been working on it the book as guess the lead artist initially did they did they produce how many pages have they produced and and did did you with those pages then left as they were and you just tried to match the style or did you go back and draw over the top oh, no or? no i I think Tony did uh I think if you see it you really really look closer I think he did 24 pages the first 24 pages okay. Okay. and I, I finished the rest given all of the artists involved it it's very um yeah it's a very smooth transition there isn't like a sort of a, a moment where you jump out and say <laughs> you know this is definitely different lots of different artists so Tony Tomai Anthony Spay Ramanda Kamaga and Dove McHarg. Yeah. So these are all like people that you've you've asked to come yeah. help you out. Yeah, and Anthony Anthony is my roommate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's my 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 schoolmate and my roommate. Ramanda is uh, my fellow Indonesian uh, who's also studying a bachelor degree in in comic in SCAD too. He's very good inker. Uh, and he has the flair of Japanese kind of style. So he really really helps uh, and fit with the project, and then Dove, my my classmate as well, and now Dove is the head of department, uh, in sequential art in SCAD now. 
<laughs> and there was there was like a couple of pages like uh i think this this one here i don't know if you can this this one yes i looked at that yes. and i thought that that looks a little bit like um josh blaylock maybe even drew this page you think yeah 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 <laughs> that's that's amazing yeah i mean but the deadline it was yeah said like that so i we we couldn't do anything we just, we just yeah we just tried our best but uh, i thought it's a it's a big chance for us for all of us because at that time we all of us are like students so we 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 try to finish it yeah and and as a as like a first big job job as well because you know normally you hear about people starting out and saying oh when i was starting out i was so slow i was doing like a page a week you know uh and and also not only are you doing it so so fast but it's you're saying that you're also trying to you know match your style as well so it's not not maybe your natural style that you're drawing in yeah i actually i when i started i can try to mimic i, I used to try to mimic different styles uh -huh. like i like this uh artist and i try to to emulate the style i like this artist i try to emulate the style so i kind of like has a like kind of experience to do that and also this is more like a japanese kind of things uh style that i'm more close to so i i dare to take the project yeah amazing yes <laughs> so so de then did um did this project it led on to the the next thing was the sigma six adaptation the six six issue actually i've got i've got the transformers cover there art of war which uh made its way onto the om omnibus uh yes yes uh this one and then stigma six there it is <laughs> i think because uh i've been uh when they started this project i've been drawing for the toys for a while so mm -hmm. i'm kind of like uh, used to the style and that's why i think they give the project to me and i think because i also can finish this 120 pages in two weeks so <laughs> just, okay give, maybe give him uh, another project so uh yeah i think it's the project really really fits uh with my my style so i really like the sigma six style because it's, it's kind of like more like an eastern type of uh, art style you know so mm -hmm. I, I love it i love to the project yeah yes it's a, and it's a different sort of book because it's it's so much in that universe and for a particular issue it's almost like a uh, a solo book focusing on a particular character in the in the different issues like uh, spirit or storm shadow or tunnel rats or scarlet uh, or heavy duty yeah. <laughs> you know that um uh, it, it's 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 folk you know a bit more focused uh, on a particular uh, you know one almost like a one shot focusing on on that particular character's story for for that particular issue yes yes so so i guess i was going to say it's it's all traditional pencils uh, and then uh, and then computer colors but back in 2005 or whenever it was i guess everyone was penciling <laughs> traditionally yeah, yeah, yeah. um in yes. in pencils and you've held on to all of your 
all of your original art that so you've you've still got it all. Yeah, I still have everything, all the pages of for of this Sigma Six and all everything, all the toys, illustrations, all the packaging, everything. Yeah, that's wild. Is that is that because is that because you you know you want you, you know it's something that is important to you and you want to hold on to it, or or is it is it just that you've not ever really sort of tried to 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 sell it? A uh, a a bit of both, but uh. At, at that time i i love it so much <laughs> but uh i mean later on i kind of like it's okay if uh maybe mm -hmm. one day i'm gonna sell it let's say i mean some of the pages but at that time i i i, I was really really love it uh so and i didn't yeah i didn't like kind of like have a need to sell the pages at that time so i still just still keep it yeah Yes, and you um you were just showing me before we started recording some of the some of the things uh some of the the originals that you've you've got. I think you sh you showed me that you had like roughs of of some of the pen of the pages. Um, are you able to share that and maybe talk about uh that that process? Yeah. So uh, so basically, I still have is I still have the script. So this is the the script that I. I yeah I'm working on I print it out and then from here I I did some thumbnails this is like the opening page and then this so mm. for all the pages I, I I did the the sketches right so you're sort of laying it out in um in a, in a fairly detailed way um is that on a page of like a uh, a four like letters page or maybe a bit yeah, bigger it's, it's an a4 yeah uh i, uh -huh. I divide it into two so it's kind of like a5 and i scan this and i send it to at the time to mike and mark yeah to for them to review and then after they approve then i start uh layout this into the original 11 by 17 pages yes. oh yeah, I still I still have everything, all the issues. This is issue four, I think. Just this is issue. I think issue five. This is issue three. So I still have everything. Wow. Uh, this is this is issue number two. Uh huh. I can see Spirit and Zoltan. So, yeah. 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 I still have everything complete. Just uh, I uh. After I came back from US at that time, I teach for three years in an art school. So I use this uh, materials too as a teaching materials to show the students how to actually uh, the steps of drawing comics. Right, right. So it's right. useful, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's sort of, uh, if you can reuse something like that, that's perfect. <laughs> cool, yes. so the, the other big, um, the other big uh, sort of GI Joe piece that that I know, yeah, you're sort of more famous for is the the cover to issue uh, twenty five. That enormous uh, cover that uh, that features basically all of the GI Joes ever created, almost. Uh, that's from America's Elite twenty five, uh, which came out May two thousand and 
seven. It's got 236 characters, not in counting animals and pets. And it was, until recently, the Guinness World Record winner for the most individual characters on a comic book cover. So that's... Oh, uh, really? Did you? Yeah, I was wondering if you actually knew knew this. That if anyone had ever told you, I I, I didn't. I didn't know. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. Now you know, and knowing is half oh. the battle. So, uh, just in the last few months, uh, GI Joe issue three hundred came out, illustrated by artist Jamie Sullivan, which again was a a double cover with lots and lots of G.I. Joe characters on it. And that is now the Guinness uh, world record holder for the most characters. Uh, but uh, between 2007 and then, basically, uh, this is the uh, the Guinness world record holder for the most uh, characters on a cover. Oh, ah, I didn't know. I should put it in my resume. <laughs> yeah, you definitely should. You should. <laughs> Yeah, now you now you can put on your yeah on on your CV Guinness Guinness World Record ho well holder at one point anyway. <laughs> Do, can you tell me a little bit about creating this this uh this cover? How you went about it? Yeah, so I remember I I created this uh after I came back to Indonesia. So okay, I graduated in two thousand five, and then I had a one year of a uh, job opportunity like working opportunity for one year in the US so at that time I I stay in Savannah with with my, my roommate Anthony and then we work together on comic books and projects until I think until August uh, 2006 then uh, I went back to Indonesia and Anthony went back to Philadelphia so we kind of like uh, he's actually waiting for me until I have to go from US. So uh, after that, I uh, went back to Jakarta and then they were still gave me these assignments. So I was so excited because I, I love drawing very detailed stuff. Uh, in my other comics books, I draw very detailed. Like I did D&D books that's very, very detailed as well. So I... When they give me the assignments, I actually draw it in a huge paper, like uh, I think four times of uh, regular papers. Yeah, I I saw I saw in a different in another interview you said it was twenty inches by twenty eight inches, so huge. Mm. Yeah, it's huge. So it it's very difficult to uh. So I I, I think I spent ar around two weeks to to do it. Uh, kind of yeah, like basically placing, uh, and then sketching, and then inking, and then the problem came when I have to scan it. So my my scanner is A3, so I have to like stitching six, I think six scans together right. to to match, and then I I, I could I could send the, the drawings to to Devas to to be colored. So yeah, it's a un unforgettable uh, artwork. So I still I still have it in my in my office. Yeah, <laughs> I I actually frame it. Yeah. Is it on? It's in it's on a frame, isn't it? On your on your wall? Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's on the frame, uh, and I put it in my studio until oh. until COVID. So when the COVID uh 
when the COVID came, we had to go to we had to work from home. So the office was kind of like abandoned for two years, two and a half years. So that's why early this year we started to came to go back to office and then we try to clean up some stuff. And that's why some of the drawings are they keep it in a storage or something. So but it's still there. I mean, I, I know it's still there. It's just uh, we haven't put it up again. But uh, yeah, this is like one of the highlights of my drawing career. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And how did you how did you decide which uh, which characters to to use and 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 then also go about figuring out how to fit them all all in? Oh, I think at that time, uh, the instructions from the editorial teams was to put the current team on the this front. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Around this this front area, and then yeah. uh, the not not so i mean like then the next the next like uh the next will be here on, on the back uh on the mm. back cover and then the rest of the character should go up based on the kind of uh popularity kind of things uh -huh. so the less popular character probably will be put more on the back <laughs> back at the top yeah <laughs> yeah and did you like start off with with um like stick figures almost like to figure out um where everyone's going and then sort of just go from there? Uh yeah, not really stick figure, but I I just draw like a proportion like a mm. if let's say Duke, I make it a bit uh bigger, and then if it's a girl, I make it a bit uh, smaller. So I try to arrange that with the kind of like a blocky kind of blocks body blocks something like mm -hmm. that and then go up from there like you know like uh between the head two heads i'm gonna put another character like that something like that so make sure everybody at least that the torso can be seen you know uh a bit so the people will uh, will recognize the character basically not just the head but there's a bit of the torso yeah. as well yeah that's wild and your your architecture background coming into play here as well with a nice uh, rendered background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 true. It takes a while to 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 do that. <laughs> oh, so was that the that was the probably the last bit of your actually no well I was gonna say that's the last bit of your your GI Joe work, but then then obviously there's the 25th anniversary file cards as, yeah. as well that you were just telling us about. Yes, I I did uh this uh packaging uh basically mm -hmm. can redraw the old packaging and make it looks like an old one but it's actually new so I did all the pencils uh pencil line up pencils and then uh a a, a digital colorist uh painted looks like a gouache painting so mm -hmm. I did uh many of them and then. Actually, from time to time, I was still working on some of the some of GIG illustrations uh, in the coming years, but mostly on the ideas. So it's not really, I'm not really following if the design is actually out or not. So yeah, and and we work on transformers in the end. So until now, we help on the transformers packaging until now. Okay, right up until 
today? Yes, yes. Wow. Yes, my my team, my team is uh in the Caravan Studio. We 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 help on the uh Transformers packaging. Yeah. And and so you're saying that you you were doing some design um, design work for GI Joe as as well in between what like 2007. Uh, yes, I. Let me see. So, uh, from time to time, I did different sketches, ideas of uh, new characters, but okay. Uh, usually with 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 Hasbro, they sometimes they have an idea for a new line of toys, mm. and then uh, they ask maybe several different artists to draw, uh, come up with ideas. But in the end, uh, it will go to them internally to decide and then to improve from there. So most of my works is only until the sketches, ideas, ideas, sketches. Right. Uh, and then I'm not really sure that it's, it's actually making uh, in, into a, a toys. But I think at that time we work a bit, I think, on the pursuit of Cobra, I think, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, if I... If I not mistaken i think but i i don't really exactly remember which character and uh which one yeah okay do you have some of your sketches there or, or not at the moment i can show some of the the sigma six but for the that the one that the the the, the work after that i i don't i don't really have it here i think but this is some of the sketches heavy duty for the sigma six door this is like my sketches that I send for different mm-hmm. poses. Then they're gonna mm-hmm. choose which one that they they want to go to final. Uh, this robot bats. Yeah, the bats. Uh, Storm Shadow, Tunnel Rat. Tunnel Rat. So I did a lot of many of these sketches, and then the one that they like is Sartan. Yeah. This is the one that they like. They uh ask me to like continue and finishing up so just draw just draw yeah oh some background as well some of the actually the toys packaging they have backgrounds so we need to come up with some ideas for the background as well like a dojo some of like a battlefield some like a temple kind of also you know after after you're done with gi joe stuff you're you're continuing to create uh, a bunch of other comics work you've I was looking at the credits. There's quite a lot of of things that you worked on. A lot of it for for Devil's Due, but also some some other um, uh, companies like uh, Archie. Am I remembering that correctly? Yes. Uh, I, I work for. Actually, I I got a job from Archie Comics. Uh, it's from Devil's Due <laughs> because of the internship as well. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's it's another funny story because at the time. Uh, when Devasdu was uh, uh, when I was there, so Devasdu Devasdu office are, are not really big. So when they have meeting, and I'm the only intern, so I'm kind of like the one who kind of like guarding the office kind of things. So when somebody came came for whatever reason, let's say uh, giving pages or getting some packages or whatever, then so. Uh, at that time, Andrew Pipoy, the inker of G.I. Joe, uh, came to deliver some ink pages. So after 
Then he asked, where's everybody? I said, everybody's in the in the meeting room. So then we talk. Then he asked me what I'm, I'm doing. I'm an intern. So what are you drawing and stuff? So I I draw, I'm a penciler, I said. So then he asked me, do you want to do you want to try out for Archie Comics? So uh, <laughs> I said, yes. Okay. Uh, so he, he said, uh, why don't you try? To come up with uh, sample pages of uh, Josie and the Pussycats, more manga manga style kind of things. Then he said, "I'm gonna ink it," which is he inks very good. He, he inks amazingly good. So I'm gonna ink it, uh, and I'm gonna submit it to to to, to the editorial team in Archie Comics. Yeah, uh, and we if if it's accepted, then we get we both get a job. Said so I said okay. Right. So I. Yeah, I uh I did two sample pages uh of of Josie and the Pussycats in in manga style, mm-hmm. and then I gave it to him when he came again to the office, and then after I finished my internship, he called me and we got a job. So we worked together for a while, like about nice. five pages a month for several maybe a year or something for Archie Comics. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a, I think, uh, my internship really opens a lot of doors for me. Very good, yeah. So so um, yeah, you you've sort of across you know once you'd broken in, it looks like you you worked on quite a, a few comics, but um, but since then you know your career's taken a a bit of a a change, and now obviously, uh, you're you're heading up Caravan Studios, and that you know sounds. Like you're doing a lot of uh, a lot of big work with a with a big team of people. So um, yeah, do you want to tell tell us about how your your career then sort of shifted from from comics to to kind of where you are to today? Okay, uh, so when I came back, I I still had I still had many contract uh, comics and also jobs from US. So I started to need help, extra help. Uh, which is I actually also help have help in in the US with by, with my friends, but here in Indonesia it's easier for me to work with team that is also, uh, I think hopefully we can can work together in one place, so we can uh basically control the quality and the schedule and everything uh, easier. So, uh, I started Caravan Studio with four other artists. Uh, mostly uh line artists and then along the way uh we started to get more people coming in that is the more based on a painting like digital painting kind of illustrator illustrator so we started to get a job doing cut illustrations for games and then at that time i really wanted to be able to design something for movies Especially because of Star Wars, so when the mm-hmm. Star Wars uh, one, two, three came out, I was looking at it like, oh my god, the art book's so great. I mean, the, all the designs. So I really wanted to do that, but I knew that it's going to be very, very hard to to get in the, into the industry. Especially I'm in Jakarta, and the industry is in Hollywood. So I I just keep it in mind, and keep doing the other stuff like the gaming and comic stuff. And then one day in 2005, 
there's a movie producers in Indonesia uh, asked to meet me. Uh, basically, we knew each other briefly, but then he he called me to meet him. Then he told me that I I knew you can do concept art for movies. I'm gonna give you a chance. This is a uh, the first Indonesian HBO series directed by uh, the one of the famous most famous Indonesian director. So can you do it? But it's uh, but the pre-production time is only a month for everything, for all the designs and everything. Then I said yes. So I mean, he 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 trusted me. To, he trusted me to to basically to try. So he confid he's confident with with us. So we we try to deliver our our best. So the movie I think from the look the movie is looks good. The series is called Half Words in HBO Asia. It looks good. So from there, I started to uh, get offered to design local movies, but the one that is uh, more like a big, big, big scale, like a period time of movies and uh, superhero movies. So from uh, working on those, I started to know film crews that are from Australia, from Thailand, from other countries. So basically, we work on this movie called Buffalo Boys. Uh, the crew was from Australia. Uh, the fighting is from Thailand. The fighting crews and the other, uh, the wardrobe is also from Thailand. So it's a mix of of uh, different. Uh, uh, some of them from Singapore. So we did really, really, we we really enjoy working on that project, and we did a lot of good like drawings, design, costumes, everything. So one day, uh, one of the art director of uh, Marco Polo on Netflix came to the to the office and look at the drawing, and about six months after that, he he, he called me to join uh, like an international production movie in 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 Johor, is like a like Hollywood uh, and China productions, and then from there I met a uh, a senior production designer in US. And then he brought me to. Uh, he just finished working on Hellboy at that time, when we met. Then he told me, uh, "If I knew you before, I will bring you to Hellboy." <laughs> so I said, oh, "We were so, oh my god, Hellboy!" So, but he said, "Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. There'll be a project after this." So after that, he brought us to work on the old guard. Uh, for for Netflix, so it's also from comic books, which I was so excited to, and then uh, he brought us to Cinderella, uh, the new Cinderella, the musical ones, and then from Cinderella, uh, there's some kind of a hiatus for a bit, and I work on a Netflix movie uh, with Dev Patel. Is the movie is not out yet? It's gonna be out hopefully. End of the year or next year, uh, then I was like, some of my friends asked me, "What, what, what do you want? Like, what's your dream project?" Then I told them, uh, "I want to work on superhero movies," but uh, of course, working for Marvel is kind of like impossible because they have internal team to work. But who knows? Maybe for DC or something. Then on the twenty third of 
December at that time, I think 2020, 2020 I guess, I got an email to uh, from the production designer to the offer to work on Sazam. So <laughs> I, I couldn't sleep again that night. So <laughs> I think I was like, I don't know, like the one that the, the job that I'm doing right now is I couldn't really imagine it back then. You know, at that time, I just want to draw to draw comics. But now, like gradually, I I can work on something bigger and bigger and bigger, which, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Setting the goals and then getting there and then like figuring out what what next? What can I do that's bigger and better? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Wild. Yeah. It's, it's 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 amazing it's amazing like i i i'm feel so 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 blessed to be able to to do this as my job yeah so even though i thought i wouldn't have to stay late and late at night i mean let's say oh maybe later on if uh i'm not gonna i can sleep earlier and stuff no i mean i still work until very late until now but I, i'm i'm still very happy like every day because i mean i look at projects each project has their own challenge challenge and excitement so i mean it is it's amazing yeah that's fantastic <laughs> what a great note to, to end to end things on um so uh yeah if people want to find out more uh, i'll put all of the information in the in the links when i post this but uh, i guess caravan studio uh, you're on twitter or x you're on instagram you've got your website caravanstudio.com so um is there anything yes. yet you wanted to to mention or uh, that that we've not yet talked about and mm, I, i don't know no maybe i think that's that's pretty much yeah and Yeah, I guess when maybe one thought to end it on when you're looking back at the work that you produced almost 20 years now I guess sort of um from those devil's due years uh what sort of emotion do you do you feel looking back at your your early work uh of course I mean I've I've feel that I I should, I should do better kind of <laughs> but uh at that time I it, it was uh what i could do best but uh of course people are like kind of improving so looking at your old work i feel like sometimes i i can only want to re redo it kind of things <laughs> but uh yeah i mean they i think it's part of the process yeah <laughs> so uh brilliant thank you i guess I'll, i'll wrap up and i'll just say thank you so much for for taking the time to to talk with me to, today and i'm sure that everyone who listens to this and watches this uh will find it all, all fascinating your sort of the, the trajectory of your your career and, and the sort of uh work that that you've you know been involved in over the over the years it was uh yeah great to spend some uh some time with you yeah thanks Mark. thank you and, and if anyone is new to talking joe we've got obviously got the uh youtube channel um so like and subscribe <laughs> but also our website talkingjoe.co.uk is the website you can find all of the links to the places where we are. twitter i'm still calling it twitter 
Facebook and Instagram <laughs> and uh, and all of the podcast channels. So that is where you can find us. And with all of that, I'll just say thank you so much, Chris, and uh, catch you next time because nobody beats Talking Joe, an international podcast. Later. Thank you. Thank you, bye. Thank you so much. Man.